Here speaks volumes. Podcast. Hello, hello out there. This is uh, Montez. Montez Barber Artist, and this is our first tester podcast, which name is Hair Speaks Volumes. That can mean a lot. And that's the reason why we made it that title, because it makes you think, what does that mean? Hair speaks volumes. Is hair loud? I don't know. But that's where you want to tune in and find out. So our first interviewee is a great stylist and petition and friend of mine here in the South Loop, where you definitely can find her for all your hair needs. Uh, she definitely is uh, suitable for any type of hair, any type of styles. And if not, just like all of us in this profession, we can recommend you to that next person for you. Her name is Patrice. How you doing today, Patrice? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we're just going to go over a couple little, just a couple little questions. It's not like a job interview or anything of that nature, but we just we want the people out there to find out more about you. Uh, some of your pastimes, either good or bad. We just want to hear like straight, raw and rugged. You know? Okay. It's, it's no commercial stuff. As you see, I'm not reading off anything besides these questions that I have in front of me. Uh, first, we're going to start off is what's your social media presence? So, how can the people out there that's listening to us today, how can they find you online? Okay, so anybody who's looking for me, Patrice Jackson. You can find me on Instagram at at Tracy Jackson. That's T-R-I-C-E-Y Jackson, J-A-X-O-N. Facebook, you can find me at Jackson Studios, which is J-A-X-O-N Studio. Okay, okay. Hope everybody got that down. Uh, we're definitely going to bring it back just in case. Uh, all right, let's get this started. So everyone out here wants to know... <laughs> What is your biggest weakness into cutting or styling hair? Let's, let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about it. I've been doing hair for 21 years, and I would say that my area of weakness, that's such a strong word, is barbering. I can do really good tapers, okay. and I can do good fades. Okay. I do nothing great in barbering. Okay. So that 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 right there, I I leave that to the professionals. Is that something that you feel that you may want to add in? I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it years ago, actually abandoning doing traditional hair care for women and going into barbering school. Okay. Um, but I got caught up in the new trends that were coming along for hair traditional hair care and I never made it and so I just do enough to get by with that okay well we de- we definitely have people here um, you know one being right in front of you that can help you out in, that's right in, in that nature and there's a lot of things that you can help me out with here <laughs> so me being a barber you being a stylist that's what this whole thing is about hair speaking volumes alright that'll be one part of the volume is both 
of our strengths help that other person's weakness. Oh yeah, I love and a collaboration. Making, right, and it's all about collabing. And there's a lot of people out here that don't do that because they want to stick amongst themselves. What you supposed to do, you are an entrepreneur, but why not help your fellow, you know, woman or man? Mm-hmm. And there's no money in it anyway. Right. You limit your you you limit your resources and you limit your ability to be able to grow. Exactly. When when you do that, so I'm all about all about that. Right. Okay. That's, that was a good answer. I think people out there would definitely appreciate that, and they probably never thought about doing that. Is you know collabing with that person that that you most comfortable with and. And both of y'all teaching each other your, your strengths. Yeah, so that's, I agree. That's, that's very good. Okay, let's move on. I don't want these people to get bored out here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How many haircuts or hairstyles do you feel comfortable in doing in one hour? Say if you had a contest, you got one hour, and then you can win up to about maybe $50,000 if you get past six hairstyles, full hairstyles. Now, that's that's the goal right there. But how many do you think you're comfortable with doing and making sure that it's at your top, top-notch quality? Uh, see, that is difficult for a person who specializes in natural hair care. Okay. Because um, the, the cut is always... The cut is always two in addition to the rest of the hairstyle. Okay. So very rarely do I do... If I were just doing cuts, I could probably do a solid in an hour a solid five solid five a solid that's, five that were great. at my top but because I do a lot of natural hair mm-hmm. that cut is always followed up by a rod set or a lock or a twist or mm-hmm. something else which elongates the surface so it just okay. depends if it's just the cuts yeah you could get about five good ones out of me but if okay. it is in adjacent to something then maybe three about three which maybe is three. not which is not bad because you clearly <laughs> Care for what you're doing and your product that's going out. Very passionate, yes. Exactly, because that person that's going out with your hair service is your billboard, correct? For sure. Absolutely. Okay, that's that's pretty good. So you heard that uh, she can do like a top three, (laughs) you know, to make sure that everything is good and done correct, depending on what the hair service is. If you're doing natural, if you're just doing... Uh, regular, I don't really know the terminology. We're going to learn that, and I'll, I'll be ready for the next uh, segment on me learning the terminology. Uh, all right, let's move this along. Tell me about a time you dealt with a customer or a client complaint, and how did you resolve it? <laughs> so, um, my very second day at my new studio here at Solo, mm-hmm. um, I was transitioning from Gloss Genius, which is now my new booking system, mm-hmm. from Style Seat, which was my old. And Style Seat should have shut me down, and they did not. So they sent me a client who I was not prepared for. Mm. So when she came, I was surprised. But trying to be the consummate professional, I told her, okay, I'll take you have a seat. Um, I was already working on a client doing locks and this young lady had locks as well and my lock mm. services are uh, typically three hours long from start to finish okay okay but it usually takes me 45 minutes to about 45 minutes to an hour actually on the client's head redoing the maintenance on a client so she was a bit perturbed because okay. it took me 35 minutes after she came in to actually get her into my chair. Okay, okay. 
Now, unbeknownst to her, she had no idea about the screw up between the two, right, sisters, the two sisters, which right. shouldn't have been her business anyway. Right, but you had to explain it just so she'll know mm-hmm. as the client. Exactly, which I right. did when she got in the chair because I didn't want her. I had offered her coffee as she waited. Right. I had offered her tea or any beverage or anything I could do to make her wait comfortable. Well, she was becoming very agitated. So once she got in the chair and she got her service, I'm trying to start a conversation. She's short with me. She doesn't want to talk. She's frustrated. And by the time we had done the shampooing and the maintenance and she was going under the dryer, she literally stayed under the dryer for less than 15 minutes, which meant her hair wouldn't dry, that her locks wouldn't stay. She needed to be under there at minimal 45 minutes. All right. So uh, she got up, she went to the ladies' room. She was probably 10 and a half minutes in. She came back, sat down for a minute, and then abruptly interrupted me from a conversation with someone else and said, I have to go. And I was like, okay. I said, your hair isn't dry. She was like, well, I have someplace else to be. The whole time I'm being very mild-tempered because I understood her dilemma, although once I explained the situation, I thought she would have been empathetic because actually... I didn't have you on my book and my first suggestion was to show her and say I can't take you today but trying to accommodate Mm -hmm. got me in more trouble I think than if I had to just ask her to reschedule right 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 and then you just maybe offer her something off maybe yeah yeah for the troubles I had every intention to do it right until she got a bit too snippy with me and then right it's and like, then she tried to block me from getting my payment for my service through Style Seat. Oh, okay. So what I did was I apologized to her. I let her leave in her rant. She took off stomping, and I hurried up and clicked my payment right, so that I pay. could get paid right, because I, I did pay. the work. Right. She wrote me a review uh, that popped up before the end of the day, and it was awful. Mm. She didn't mention the hair. Right. She mentioned her weight, how she thought I was unprofessional for having her weight, mm-hmm. and uh, how she felt that I hurried and paid myself because she knew that I, she wasn't going to pay me. And she put all of that in a review, and I left the review on the page. Yeah, because, hey, well, there's no point I had No point. It was one person's experience. And right. needless to say, 98 reviews later, I've got nothing less than four stars. So. Exactly. So... Hey, basically, I mean, we, we all go through it, and let's let's show those those times of of carnage and our, exactly. <laughs> and our fear. I have a lot of carnage too, exactly. uh, but I have more good than bad. So, hey, the thing is, we we're not for everyone. But if you can't work with us, and we can't work with you, then we're not a team. So that's when we have to move on. Yeah. That's, that's it, that's all. Yeah, every, everybody isn't everybody's fit. Exactly. So, that, that was a great answer. <laughs> that was all true. You yeah. can look that review up. If you can scroll down far enough, I'm sure you'll run right into it. That's that's facts. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to go research that real quick, too. Uh, okay, next question. What do you see yourself in five years being in, in this field of hair? So, I am starting school to get my instructional license. Mm-hmm. And in five years, my goal is to be teaching and to be doing specific clients almost in a pop-up shop kind of situation. Okay. That's what I want in five years. Okay. 21 years in the business, I'm tired of the humdrum of standing behind the chair every day. Um, and I don't want to start 
fishing around different places to try to fill that void. So mm-hmm. I will be probably focusing more on education and, okay. and learning new stylists coming into the business, how to do the business right. of hair care. Because it's a lot of talent, but it's not a lot of business and it's costing our industry a lot of money. So there's no professionalism. They don't know how to keep the schedule. They don't understand how to give a client an experience versus just doing their hair, how to be complimenting, how to be efficient. So I want to be in the leadership role of that moving forward in five years. Okay. That's definitely going to keep you going and it's it's not going to, you know, make you burn out. Because in this field, barbering and stylists, we can burn ourselves out because we we always trying to get that extra person in, you know, for us being nice and, but we didn't probably been standing up for like the last twelve hours, <laughs> like straight, not even eating at all. Yes. Barely took a, a sip of water. Exactly. We sitting there dehydrated, all type of stuff, seeing doubles, but we gotta keep it going. <laughs> yeah, you gotta but, keep you know, it going. But we're gonna add, you know, later in the segment how we can, you know, change that by adding. Breaks, breaks in. Yes. Right. And you have breaks. to have a break, even if it's five or ten minutes. But that'll be something else. So we're going to tune in for that one a little bit later. All right. But again, uh, for the people that are just turning in or tuning in. Hi, sorry. everybody. Uh, again, this is Patrice from the, uh, the South Loop, located in Sola. Yes. And you can find her online at what again, Patrice? So if you go on my Instagram, you can find me at Tracy Brookins. That's T R I C E Y. I'm sorry, Jackson. I don't know where that came from. That's at Tracy Jackson, T-R-I-C-E-Y Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Okay. If you go on Facebook, you can find me at Jackson Studios, J-A-X-O-N-S-T-U-D-I-O. Those are my um, social media hooks. Okay. Well, we're definitely going to check you out. We're going to make sure we uh, put your, if you have any logos or anything like that, I'm going to add that in. We're going to get this stuff going. This is the main thing. For this podcast also, and that's part of Hair Speaking Volumes, is in that volume portion, again, is us helping each other out. Yes. And, and we becoming a, a community, which everyone has their own business and their own business owner, but we also a community. We're going to help each other out any type of way we can. Of course. So, all right, we're going to go for the last and final. I know y'all didn't really want to stop listening to us. I know it's very interesting to you. <laughs> Okay, tell us uh, a funny story that happened to you in your field of, it can either be when you were in school, it could be while you here now, present or the past. Just just take the mic, just go ahead. So, a funny story. I don't really have a lot of funny stories, but I guess <laughs> we could talk about the time that I was scheduled to go and work a show. And I had gone home and I packed up everything that I needed and I packed up my car and I I go to the American Beauty Show and I'm going to be featured platform. And uh, I was anal about having my own equipment and my own things because there were specific things that I was going to do. And got into the stadium and got ready to go on stage and realized I had not brought any of my tools my product i make my own product by the way so my product my tools we're gonna add that in too later my (laughs) my my smocks my my robes my model i had not called 
So basically you were just there. I showed up. Okay. I showed up. And I tried to run back out to the car to go and get my things with five minutes on stage only to realize that I snatched the wrong suitcase mm. that had nothing in it. Well. It was just at home. That, that was the only one I could think of right off the top. That's, yeah, that's, that's tough. I don't know if anybody out there ever done a... Just coming in and you completely have nothing. Nothing. And, and, on, and on stage and everybody's looking nothing. like... Nothing. And everybody huh? who was sponsoring me was like, so what are you going to do? Right. And so what I did was I got up on stage and did a mock of what I would have done if I had my stuff. So needless to say, I didn't get paid much. I didn't get called back for a couple of years. And uh, I had to laugh at myself. That's the funniest I got. That's, that's, yeah, that's actually hilarious because... <laughs> But the thing is, you know, to, to motivate these people out here that you still didn't give up. Yeah, you know, had yeah. I had not been so anal about having my own stuff, they already had offered to have stuff. That's the catch. See, they offered to have stuff for me. And my being completely anal in my own uh, narcissism and that I'm going to use my stuff and then had no stuff mm. and still had to get up there and do something. See, like, we can learn from that, too, because... <laughs> Don't be you so know, able. Yeah, let's let's not do that. Because they clearly had something out there for her. But she she still wanted to use her own stuff with her own fingerprints on that. So I mean, hey, I mean it's a lot of people out here like that. You're like, you know what? No. I don't leave no my tubes. I set them the way I want them. And that's it. Like that's that's it, that's all. Could have been a lot of sponsors there. I don't know. I mean yeah, it's, yeah, 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 you know. You know, just saying. So I was yeah. earlier in the career. It's a good thing I can start <laughs> over, and it's a great thing I still work. Right there, you go. So we learn from stuff like this. So uh, mm-hmm. I hope, I hope this kind of answer a lot of people's questions that that probably had those questions or was thinking about that in the industry. Uh, <laughs> I hope you got some laughs out of that. That's what it's all about. It's all about having fun and connecting with each other. Uh, again, uh, I want to thank my my very lovely. Uh, lovely uh, host that Patrice yay. and uh, just for the road just one time like how can we find you again online just you know the second one was kind of choppy a little bit so we just want to do this with this, this last one and get so it if you're going to Facebook you can <laughs> find me on Jackson Studios J-A-X-O-N Studio and if you go to Instagram okay. you can find me at Tracy Jackson on Instagram Okay, and where are you located again, just for the people out there? I'm at 558 West Roosevelt Road in Chicago, Illinois, in Sola, Suite 025. Okay, Sola. That's Sola in uh, the South Loop slash West Loop, depending on how you want to view it. That is true. Uh, again, this is uh, Montez from Sola as well, and my business name is Montez Barber Studio. But you can find me on Instagram at Montez.Barber.Artist. Reason being because I am all three. I'm a person, I'm a barber, and I'm an artist. We'll talk about that later on the next uh, podcast. I should have said some dots there. <laughs> Thank you, you, Montez, for having me. It was very nice. and uh, <laughs> Again, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, this is Hair Speaks Volumes. Montez. Patrice. And we out. Peace out.
We'll be right back right after a word from our sponsors. What's up, Montez? I had a question. So, how do I know if being a barber is my calling? I want to hear your thoughts on that. Hey, what's going on? D Glass from That's Crazy Podcast. That's a good question. How do you know if you right of becoming a barber or if being a barber is right for you? Uh, you actually know if you pick up some clippers or some tools and a person come in looking one way and their head is down and they their energy is low and after you give them a service they a whole completely different person. They have a new new vision of life. They're going to go for that, that job interview that next day or that next week or within that same week because of their confidence and their morale has boosted up just from their outside appearance, which came from a haircut or whatever the case may be. So I feel that's one part of knowing that being a barber and you can change someone's life like that, you're doing the right thing. Hair Speaks Volumes Podcast.